everybody. This is Stephanie Krupsack with the Purebound Living Podcast, Things You Should Know. Today with me, I have Nate Ziegler, owner of Comotion Fitness, a science-based, holistic, coach-inspired group workout designed to produce results both, both physically and mentally. Thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having me. So can you tell us a little bit more about your background running a gym and your interest in physical and mental wellness? Yeah. So... I've always been a person that's never wanted to work for anybody. So ever since I was a little kid, I, I've always tried to have some kind of side hustle. I even remember taking candy bars <laughs> and repackaging them with my own design that I made and trying selling to kids. Oh, wow. So I've, I always knew that I wanted to work for myself. And I'd say around 18, I got into personal training just from not liking the way I looked. It was just insecurities. And from there collaborated with a bunch of other things that's kind of what got me onto the path I am now of getting to owning a gym and yeah it took took sitting down with a good friend of mine who was drunk at the time <laughs> and I was doing all these like different things and I was all over the place which I hear often with people they, that they have a lot of different hobbies and they do a lot of different things like I can't decide which one I want to do so that was like definitely me at the time and I laid it all out for him he's like Nate he's like super drunk he's like Nate <laughs> Sounds like you need to own a gym. I was like, okay, yeah. So that's what I started working on, and that's how I got to having my own gym. Very nice. And when did you open your gym? So I, I actually didn't end up opening my own, but I bought into the gym in 2016. Okay. So that's when I bought in with two other guys, a guy named Adam Von Rothfelder and Scott Glidden. So I bought into them with their place, and that's how it started. Very cool. So I know that uh, your gym commotion is pretty well known in the Milwaukee area. And I feel like when I talk to people about it, they're like, oh, yeah, I know it. Like, I feel like your your gym is very differentiated from others. You want to talk about some of the programming that you do? Yeah. So we're considered a movement gym, which okay. means absolutely nothing to the majority <laughs> of people around here. But what it is, is we focus on natural movements. So moving how bodies should move as opposed to just putting them in very one directional patterns like a lot of other places do which isn't necessarily bad but i feel like when you start moving people the way that they should be moving that's where you get a lot of the rehabilitative side of things it's very has has more longevity to it because people are doing what they should be doing so they, they they're not stiff they still becoming stronger they're still looking better but they're doing they're hitting the things that they should be hitting like creating joint health and improving in areas of mobility where they might not be doing that otherwise so i'd say that's the biggest difference is putting in these natural movements and we also try to make it fun too so uh we set up different instead of doing just conditioning like running on a treadmill we get people moving around so jumping over objects climbing on stuff so we try to make it intri intriguing for people and make people be mindful of what they're doing so it's it's fun too that's really cool. And I know um, I encourage people to check out some of your videos, too, about some of these obstacle courses. And you might crawl over or under something, or it's just almost like an indoor Tough Mudder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so we, we break different movements down, and then we put them all together so people can see how they apply to real life. Mm -hmm. And do you want to talk a little bit more about your online programs, too? Especially now during COVID, I feel like a lot of uh, facilities are having to kind of revamp what they do. But you've been doing this for a while now. Yeah, we were always doing online training, so this isn't anything new to us. It's crazy seeing how many new people are popping up with online programs. But this is something that we've always done. We've always had good results with it. 
And basically what we do is we take people in, figure out what their goals are. So it's a very, it's a very, uh, it's a pretty intense program, but it does get really good results. So we, we start people off nutrition orientation. We write customized workouts to them and what their goals are. And we still use like the same stuff that we like to use, which we think are best for them, but it gets good, great results. We put out really good before and after pictures is probably what's the majority of where we get our customers from. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been really helpful for people to work with limited equipment, which I know people are having trouble with right now. So it's helped with our style too, of finding creative ways to stay in shape, which is kind of what we've always done. Mm -hmm. But now it's like working even better because they're getting more accountability. We've been talking to people every single day, staying on top of people, making sure they're actually doing it, getting the nutrition that they need. So we've actually found that people are getting better results doing this online training as opposed to training in the gym. That's really interesting. And that's really encouraging for anybody that's considering trying it. So I really like that. And you mentioned earlier that you try to bring in these natural movements for people to help with their joints and things. Do you have clients that come in with any like former injuries that you have to kind of work with or things like that? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, the majority of the clients come in because they, they want to get in better shape and they see the before and after pictures we put out. And it's kind of sad because it really takes some digging before that part comes up and about like back pain or shoulder pain. And I'm like, well, why didn't you bring up this before? Like, I don't know. This is just something I thought I always had to live with. And that's like one of the best testimonies that we have when that pain that they thought they always had to live with actually ends up going away. And we get a ton of physical therapists that come through too that study how we do it because it's the same type of rehabilitation that they do it, but it's just not in such a rigid one directional way. So it's kind of cool and validating, too, that we get these different doctors from all over there coming to test out how we're doing things. So that's kind of like that's the side of things that I'm like really proud of is like helping somebody who's had lifelong back pain. And now they're now they're pain free and they can move how they should. Yes, yeah, really cool. I did not know that. So <laughs> that's really neat that you have doctors coming in. And yeah, that's yeah definitely validating the success that you have with it. So um is there a specific experience that kind of led you to the path that you're on today? I know you mentioned your friend that kind of said, hey, sat you down and said you should have a gym. Are there other things that come to mind? Yeah, the drunk friend was definitely <laughs> one of them. Um, and then just happened to have the opportunity. So after that happened, I was saving money and looking at spots to open up my own place. And his name's Adam Von Rothfelder. He was the guy that opened up Como originally. And... He was, he's the only other person I knew that was doing the same kind of training I was. And for whatever reason, he happened to reach out to me. He got a TV show opportunity out in LA doing, what was it called? NBC Strong. So okay. he ended up doing this TV show and he moved away and he needed someone to help him out. So he called me for whatever reason. And it just like the stars aligned and it worked out perfectly. It was like in the location I want, which is Walker's Point neighborhood. So pretty close to downtown. And we were doing the same kind of training, and it just worked out perfectly. So, yeah. That's really cool. It's meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you want people to take away and learn from your efforts? Uh, so I think for me, well, going back to when I first started, I think people just give up too early on things. And I think that's because they don't really enjoy enjoy what they're doing. So I think that's first is like figuring out what you do enjoy and find something that you're willing to enjoy for do for free. 
So when I first started out, I started out like a basic strength and conditioning class. And I didn't have anybody paying. I, I, so I, to back up a little bit, I worked out a deal with my jujitsu coach who was very supportive of me starting my own place. And he said, build an audience before you start a gym. It's not build it. They will come. It's get the people and then, then figure out where you're going to go. So he let me build a, build an audience and get a group of people started there. But it was like six months in before I even got someone to pay me money to be there. But I don't remember at any point being like, this sucks, like no one's paying for me. I was happy to do it for free for the guys that were members there already, which was part of the deal. I was happy just to be helping people. I really enjoyed it. And, you know, when that first like $10 rolled around, I was like, ecstatic. Like I felt like I like won, like I had a big breakthrough. So I think it was just the fact that like find, enjoy what you're doing first and it shouldn't feel like working. Otherwise, it's going to be, you're going to have, too high of expectations and you're going to be too impatient and it's not going to work out. So I think that's like a big thing for starting out. What was the original question? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's really great advice for anybody um, right now in any, if you're like thinking about starting up something or if you are an entrepreneur, yeah, you have to love it. Yeah. It was basically um, what do you want people to, like to take away? I think another effort, thing too, so. I feel like this was like just like a recent breakthrough I had. So I, I hear I hear so many different people talk about, I do this, this, and this, like, which one should I go into? Like, should I put all my energy? Cause I used to be there too. Like I started out as a musician and then I got really into fighting and grappling. And then I got really into strength and conditioning stuff. So I'm like, should I pursue one of these? Like, how can I make it all work? And I think people should keep doing all of those things and keep putting it out there because ultimately like what's going to help you grow business wise is who you can connect with and who you know right and the best way to connect with someone like i'm never i'm, I'm never going to remember another fitness person that comes up to me and talks to me about something fitness related but if someone comes up to me at the gym and comments on like some metal band that i like like i'm going to remember them because it's unique like there's not a lot of people that are personal trainers that listen to metal too so if you have like these unique interests, like put that out there and that's like, that's going to build better connections with people as, as opposed to just trying to use your field to get in with people. And I like just started to notice, notice that recently. I've like connected with a few like big name people recently and it hasn't been over what we do professionally. It's been our hobbies that we've connected with. So that's kind of been like another breakthrough too for me. That makes a lot of sense. I know they say focus on one thing and dive in, but I know for me personally, I've never been good at that. I have like 10 things I have to be doing at the same time. <laughs> so I like that. Um, so a little bit more about kind of what you're doing for the community in Milwaukee. So how does your work um, directly impact like society or the community here? Because I know that you do, you know, digital online training too. So your kind of reach goes a bit further than Milwaukee. Sure. Even though we do online training, we still market in Milwaukee. Like I try to keep it local and help out people here. So I think you know, just creating an outlet. There's just like so much garbage on the internet right now. I know it's hard to weed through it, but this is a program that actually does work for people and gets them to their goals. And I know people are, have misconceived ideas about what they should be doing, but we'll tell you exactly what you need to be doing and we'll hold you accountable to it. And the results speak for themselves. Like it does work. So I'm hoping that when people, I'm hoping people can see through the bullshit 
and that when they find us, they, they know it works and it's, it's something that will help them. Another, another misconception is that you need to have a gym or machines or anything to be in the best shape of your life. And like you, you absolutely do don't, you don't need any of that. Like you can be in the best shape of your life without any equipment. So showing people that you can do that too is another thing that, that I'd like to bring to the community and, and change their mindset about. Definitely. I know I've seen some videos recently where they're using soup cans instead of weights. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of your favorite non-traditional items that some of your clients are using right now? Not to put you on the spot. Uh, I saw one lady that load, she loaded up her backpack. I thought that was smart. Oh, yeah. And using that for several different things. Uh, partner workouts. If you have somebody laying around that's <laughs> willing to let you pick them up and do, do stuff. Do a bench where, press. I know that sounds extremely inappropriate. <laughs> um, but yeah, like being creative with it. We've really come up with some creative ideas on how you can work out and target the same muscle groups. And there's... You know, there's benefits to doing things differently than how you usually do because it's anytime you're doing something different than what you're usually used to doing, you're going to hit the muscle in a different way. You're going to hit the connective tissue in a different way, and it has a positive impact for you. That makes a lot of sense. And I know right now during this crazy um, unchartered territory of COVID, <laughs> working from home, I feel that a lot of people are becoming you know, more sedentary. They're maybe less active. So how are you addressing that? Yeah, we're just trying to get them to move and like be a part of community and we're all holding each other accountable and making sure that we're not getting the COVID-15 and putting on weight and we're staying <laughs> active and making better <laughs> progress than we did before. And I know you mentioned that you kind of do like the, the whole picture and you're you know cutting through the BS, things like that. But you mentioned that you do nutrition too with the workout. So it's kind of like a whole package Sure. Deal. You want to talk more about that side of it? Yeah, we're, we have a very thorough nutrition program. So uh, we've, we do our program through a guy named Dr. Kashi, and he was worked with precision nutrition, if that means anything to anybody. But uh, he's basically like a prodigy genius person, and he has a very scientific approach to it. But on the other end of things, he, t he takes a very behavioralist approach to it as well. And that's the part I really like it about it is that a lot of eating is behavior related. So it's like getting to the bottom of like why they're eating what they're eating and how to fix that. And we've been really successful with the program and how we do things. And it, it works. It works really well. We sit everyone down with the nutrition orientation and then we basically hold them accountable. A lot of my personal people that I've been taking on, I have them send me pictures every day. That way I can see right away what they're eating, they're going to think twice before they send me a piece of chocolate cake. <laughs> so it holds them accountable too. And if they do send me something that's slightly off their diet, I can tell them right away, give them instant feedback of how to fix it so it doesn't completely throw them off track. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that you're right there kind of with them walking mm -hmm. through it. Exactly. So I know with your um, like nutrition program you offer, is it plant-based? Is it meat-based? Is it a variety? We can work around whatever okay. diet they currently are adapting or at, for whatever ethical reasons they're doing. We've worked with people with plant-based. We've worked with vegans, vegetarians. Uh, we figured that all out. We do a consultation and orientation to start out with. We try to find the smallest tweaks that we can make to get the biggest amount of change. So we take what you're doing now, 
make little tweaks off it and like figure out what those things are that's going to make the biggest impact in your life it's never going to do anybody good if i like give you something you hate everything on it we're trying to find the the best plan that's not going to overwhelm you because we want it to be sustainable too we want the quickest results but we want you to be able to do it long term so we really ask a lot of like deep questions and figure out like where you're at now so we can alter that in the slightest way that will make the biggest impact. Mm-hmm. This may be a hard question to answer, maybe impossible to answer, but is there a certain diet you found works the best with the majority? Like, is it more Mediterranean or is it more like Atkins type diet or, or is it kind of all over the board? I think whole foods, like having whole foods is agreed upon for being, for working well across every single diet, staying away from unprocessed foods. It just seems to do better no matter what diet you follow. But I think in general, just staying away from thinking about it like a diet on the mental side of things and just realizing it's a lifestyle change and finding something that you enjoy that works well for you, that's that's the best diet, quote unquote, is something you can stick with long term that gets good results and keeps you healthy. That makes sense. Yeah, that you can actually stick with it. Not that you stick with it for a week and then you binge eat on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, but it's so stupid that people mm-hmm. argue over different diets. Like everybody's different. Yeah, that's and true. And things, what works well for somebody might not work well for someone else. What might be considered a health food for a majority of people could make you feel like shit to some other people. So it's That's like, true. Even plant-based things that are processed maybe, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of trial and error, but it's like figuring out what works for you and that's what our coaches help you do is guide you through that and figure that out for you that makes sense I know one thing that's always been a question or kind of debated is you know how much protein does a person need do you really need as much protein is that something that you kind of work with clients on too yeah I think that varies on activity level um so protein is creates thermogenesis in your body which basically heats it up and burns more calories so people think it's calories in calories out which is true but a lot of there's a lot of variables to that. So like protein being one of them, because protein calories is going to burn more, have more calorie outputage than carbohydrates. So, but on the other th- end of things, some people do better off of higher carbs. So, I know this is like a vague answer, but uh, that's personal to what works well for you. But I've never seen somebody. I've never seen somebody overeat protein that's gotten fat i'll put it that way okay it might not be optimal but there's no one i've never seen someone get fat from eating too much protein mm-hmm. so and it's interesting too like i tend to be more plant-based so like uh eating meats and things yeah because it takes more to process it. So you're burning more but then you know it takes more energy away from you in a way too i guess than maybe plants that take less to process so it's always interesting it's like a probably a formula for each individual person isn't it sure and i think that goes back to how you feel as well just because something is working well physically i feel like uh, generally they go hand in hand but your overall well-being is important too and not just the well-being you get from feeling good after you eat chocolate cake but like your overall well-being from eating foods that work well for you and they digest easily so that, that could be sense. different things for different people. Yeah, depending on allergies or things like that, too. So another tough question. Do you have cheat, cheat days? <laughs> Do I have cheat days? <laughs> yeah, I try not to look at it as like a cheat day. Okay. Uh, I try to be somewhat strategic, but I don't think anybody should ever 
live their entire life without eating pizza, a particular <laughs> fixture pizza, which I'm still working on a sponsorship for. Okay. But, <laughs> we'll take them. <laughs> or ice cream. Like, I think it can be worked in. It's just, it's more so understanding the consequences and deciding and knowing like how it reacts with your body and being and deciding if that's like, if that's cool with you. So if I eat a bowl of ice cream, I'm going to feel extremely sluggish afterwards. It might not digest the best and I might not feel the greatest. So some days I'll weigh it out and some days be like, yeah, it's worth it. Most days I want to be productive and I've got a lot of stuff to do. So it probably won't be. So it's just like figuring out how it reacts with you and then figuring out if it's worth it or not. Yeah. So it's just being educational on it. Yeah, your own personal algorithm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what is your message or message to listeners on how they can impact society? I think it's finding, first figuring out what you do, what you love to do. So whatever that one thing is that when you're doing it, it seems like, time just flies by and then somehow applying that to helping people I feel like if you can do that then you're probably on the right track I like that I think you found that (laughs) yeah so for all the people that you've helped yeah I I feel like I'm lucky enough that I have Mm -hmm. and throughout the years gosh it's probably been hundreds of people already I'm guessing yeah probably more than that yeah yeah that's got to be a great feeling to have yeah, it, it's it's definitely very rewarding, and at times it gets frustrating with with people people being people. But mm-hmm. it's it's hard not to be anything but grateful when I see when I look back through all the text messages I've gotten, which I've saved in a file, or look at before and after pictures I have on the walls at the gym, and just see the benefit people had, or even just like the reach out, like like a time like this, like. I was telling you, we put out a t-shirt to help support the gym. It's just been like an overwhelming amount of support. So I I guess that means we're doing something right. Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) So what does wellness mean to you? I think wellness is just having overall control of your body physically, mentally, emotionally. I think to have control of your wellness is having control over your body. So... Yeah, physically, um, not just being in good shape, but being able to use your body, being pain-free, emotionally, being able to act rather than react, and mentally, just having the clarity and overall well-being. Mm-hmm. And I know right now, mental well-being is a big concern with COVID. So, and I know that you know your physical activity, your mental, you know, capabilities is kind of all related. Do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Sure. I mean, yeah, my mental well-being is not good with COVID. (laughs) But, yeah, there's there's evidence that supports that your physical ties into your mental and vice versa. So if you're not feeling good mentally, like, go out and sprint. There's a lot of evidence that shows that that changing the state of your body changes your mental state. And vice versa, too. If your mental state, if your physical state isn't feeling well, then it's checking something with your mental state. I think that stuff's all tied together. Your body's smart. It feeds back off of each other. And there's ways, little hacks and tricks like that that you can change it. So changing something else to get a change in where you want it to be. Mm -hmm. 
I know that a lot of people too, they'll say that they do their best thinking when they're on a walk or a hike or, you know, oh, I I have to go on a walk to clear my head. That's where I do my best, you know, decision making. So I find Mm -hmm. that really interesting too, that it's completely connected. Yeah, absolutely. It's for sure connected. Even like how you hold yourself. If you're slouching, you're not going to feel as good as if you're... (laughs) As we we sit up. (laughs) Because we're both slouching over the desk. Yeah. But that's like an easy way to feel better is just not slouch. It's how you hold yourself is conveys how you feel emotionally and how you feel emotionally is attached to how you're holding yourself. So it goes back and forth. Definitely. And even during COVID, when you're working from home, you still get dressed in the morning. (laughs) You still go to your indoor gym (laughs) and do all the things that you used to do before, just in a different manner. Both things which I have been doing wrong. I have been... Going to my gym naked, <laughs> not getting dressed, not taking care of myself, and going to the gym naked. <laughs> yeah, they say that, you know, if you, um, you know, dress the part, you feel a little more professional. Like if you have a call, mm-hmm. you know, you should actually, you know, put on some clothes, not leave your pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, so, I think that yeah. all tells into mental well-being. Definitely. So what is your personal mantra or theme song that kind of gets you into a good state of mind or kind of redirects your mindset to a good place? I don't know if this is a mantra as much as a quote, but I've been really stuck on it lately. And it's how you do something is how you do everything. Meaning it's your biggest testimonial to your integrity. And it's what you do when no one's looking is what's important because that's that's how you that's how you're gonna act the rest of the time and that's the stuff that's gonna add up and it's really gonna make the big impact. So I guess like thinking about that is is one thing for me that's that's made a big difference of just being consistent across the board on how I act and another thing is waking up asking how you can help people and not asking how you can help yourself that was like another big breakthrough for me and then just blast some metal music and get yourself out of bed (laughs) that's great (laughs) yeah I think especially now during COVID um it's been great to see the number of people like giving back, like locally, you know, trying to buy from local, you know, restaurants or small businesses um, versus, you know, Amazon. But also to not think too much about your personal insecurities or finances, but to maybe, yeah, give back some of your time to help a nonprofit or somebody that's struggling. So I think that that helps a lot, helps us not think about our personal struggles. So. Yeah, yeah, it's super cool what people are doing in the in the community. I definitely look up to a lot of people who are doing that, and it makes me want to pay it for it as well. Mm-hmm, definitely. So I know that you read a ton. Do you want to share some of your favorite books? Yeah, I was looking at my list to <laughs> have some good suggestions. Uh, my One of my favorite books is called The Big Leap, and it's they, they give a good metaphor about setting your thermostat, so to say. And it's like a thermostat of your house. If it gets too hot, it goes back cooler. If it gets too cold, it gets warmer. But people do that to themselves. So if you feel like you're getting above the standard of living or something feels too good for you, we tend to do things that self-sabotage to bring ourselves back down to that level, our so-called thermostat. On the other end of things, if we're below that, we'll do things to bring us back up. So it has a lot to do with like self-reflection and raising the thermostat, your standard, and letting that be your new norm. So that's always, that was like a big breakthrough book for me and like seeing how that manifests physically, even um, 
I notice that with friends that are sick all the time, I really think it's like a mental thing that they're not aligned with their right path. I know it's ex- extremely like hippie-ish <laughs> to say, but mm-hmm. but I, I there's some truth to that that your body your body's smart. If you're not doing or shouldn't be doing, mm-hmm. it will stop you from doing it. Yeah, and it, I mean we talked about that earlier, the whole mm-hmm. physical mental connection. So yeah, that sounds like a great recommendation. Are there yeah. any others that you really love or some that you're reading right now? This just came up recently, but for like for a mindset book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it's just reframing your thoughts around money. That was a huge changer of how I thought. Uh, I could kind of see it both ways. I wasn't in a really poor, it was like middle class I grew up in, but I could see both ends of the spectrums where, you know, one of the example of books is, it's not how can you save money, it's how can you afford this. It's just wording it differently to get actionable steps to get to where you want to be. So if you're starting out, you have some type of bad mindset around money, I would definitely for sure recommend that book. Uh, podcasts, I'm, I'm, I kind of got burnt out on podcasts, so I don't have any good recommendations for that. Well, everybody should listen to this one. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> okay. I know one I like is The Genius Life. I listened to that one about hmm. kind of wellness and yeah. So I'll have to check that one out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Any other books? Those are the two main ones right now. Yeah, those are, I feel like I have a book for everything, but. We can always add are, links after for people sure. to check out if you yeah. think of others. Um, so how would you like listeners to reach you if they have any questions? Uh, you can find me on the gram. It's <laughs> Nate underscore Ziegler, Z-I-E-G-L-E-R. Or Facebook's fine too. I think it's the same thing, Nate Ziegler. Uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to me. If you are interested in doing the online program, we're doing a 21 days free trial. So it'd be a good opportunity to try us out and see what we're about with no risk. So find me on there, ask me about it. We'll get you set up. Perfect. Well, thanks so much for sharing all of your info today and thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for having me.